Well, praise God. Uh, we were talking earlier today, uh, Scarlett, about prayer. Yes. And uh, I've had some time this afternoon myself. I know you had today, too, to, to think about that subject. What a huge subject yeah. <laughs> to talk about. But we, we need to continue to study it and practice it and improve, go, go, go higher and go deeper all at the same time. I've never figured out how you do that, because <laughs> you get in one meeting, they say, let's go higher, and then the next meeting is, let's go deeper. <laughs> so we're going deeper and higher, doing splits for the Lord. Uh, I was thinking today about uh, when I first learned to pray, I was so excited about it, you know, and I thought yeah. that the length of my prayers yeah, made the difference. Made the strength of my prayers, yeah. and, um, and I'm not against Praying for, you know, time, you know, a yeah, time, a long whatever. Period, but right. it is interesting that the older I've gotten and being in ministry 40 years now, yeah. plus a couple, um, my, my prayers have gotten shorter because I think I, I realize God's listening to me. Yes. I don't have to try to get his attention by right. doing gymnastics right. or, you know, yeah. he's, he's always ready to hear our prayer. Yeah. So it just shortened it up for me and made it uh, uh, a little more faith-filled in that he knows I trust him, so I don't yeah. have to go on and on begging. Right. Or, uh, or um, um, as, you know, the Word speaks of that, you know, talks about that perhaps through your much speaking, you know, you think you'll be heard. And the Scripture tells us to not let our prayers be vain repetitions mm -hmm. like the uh, heathen. That's right. Where they memorize, you know, false religions. They have what one religion calls it a mantra. And this is a repeated thing. You know, there may be even some truth in the mantra. But the idea is that if you shout at the God uh, that you're worshiping loud enough and long enough and repeat the thing, that it'll bring it to pass. And I'm sorry to tell you that I've been around some Christians that I think they were about doing that. You know, they were almost shouting mantras, uh, platitudes or whatever <laughs> at the Lord, uh, thinking that if I say it enough times that that's where the, it really counts. But what really counts in prayer, in all kinds of prayer, is faith. Yes. And faith begins with, in prayer, with believing that every time you pray, God hears you. Yes. And of course, I, there is the prayer of faith. I'm not talking about that. Right. But I'm talking about just faith in prayer itself. That when I pray to God, uh, He is my Heavenly Father. Number one, He's welcoming me at all times into His presence. He's yeah. not like, oh, it's you again. <laughs> what problem do you have today? I hope it's not as bad as yesterday's, you know, <laughs> you know, like that. It's not, God's not like that, is He? <laughs> uh, very animated tonight, so all bets are off. <laughs> you should have seen the outtakes before we opened live. You'll never know. But, um, but anyway, yeah, the, you know, it's, it's, I think we get an attitude. I mean, I, I told you a couple of days ago, I was uh, in a tr traditional church, uh, traditional Pentecostal church, uh, and they 
would begin to pray and they, they would say, I don't think, oh good, you know, I'm a kid, you know, I'm thinking, oh good, it's prayer time. I've got all these needs. <laughs> I need to tell God my needs. The pastor would say, now tonight we're not going to ask the Lord for anything. We're just going to thank him. And I'm thinking, what? What? I've got all this list here of things I need. And I felt so bummed. And then I would cheat at the end anyway and ask the Lord, okay, I know I'm not supposed to be asking, but, you know, <laughs> hoping that no one overheard me making a prayer request to the Lord. But yeah, you know, that's the other thing I think that maybe some of us have been abused in prayer mm-hmm. by, by controllers who oh. want to control how you pray. Exactly. You know, and, uh, and put a lid on it, you know, or, or a direction. Not saying that a person up in charge of a service wouldn't say, let's pray this way or let's all pray the Lord's Prayer or whatever. But I think that we have to be careful, don't we, that we don't try to dictate somebody's heart to them. Yes. You know, that's, that's really a, a big deal. Anyway, I had some general thoughts on prayer, and then I would like for you to just share from the Word okay. some things. But one of the uh, things that I was thinking about where cliches come in for prayer, but they're good cliches because they're true, and if we would believe them, I think it would help us. And, you know, one cliche that we've heard our in America our whole life, lives are is this one, um, prayer changes things. And that's become almost a cliche that, you know, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. But no, I really believe prayer changes things. Yeah, I do too. I believe that, uh, I believe the prayers of the saints in America, uh, that it's having an effect on this COVID-19 or whatever they're calling the cursed thing. (laughs) I call it just, you know, another trick of Satan. Yeah. His bag of tricks that has to fail. In right. Jesus' name, but Amen. but anyway, um, you know, I believe the prayers of the saints are turning the the, the tide. Yes, and uh, I remember um, Brother Hagen has a story about back there in the '60s, uh, late '50s and early '60s, uh, our culture began to change, um, and in many ways, not for the better. Some things were for the better, mm-hmm. like civil rights and things like that that See? needed to change desperately. Right. But there were some cultural things that were not good. You know, it was the, it was kind of the beginning of the, of the age of, uh, free love and, um, you know, drug abuse and, and, and rebellion and challenge all authority and all that sort of thing, you know, began to happen. And, uh, Brother Hagen said that he had a vision and in the vision that there was this, he saw like a sea monster. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Some kind of a sea monster thing. Like a big dinosaur, uh, what would you call it? Like a dragon. Mm-hmm. Come out of the water and, and, uh, come, come up. And that, one of those represent, one of those, I think, there was two of them, I think, one from the west coast and one from the east coast. And one represented, uh, you know, rebellion and the other one represented, I don't know, something else that was bad happening. Anyway, if you'll remember, by the by the end of the 60s, we were into full-blown, the summer of 68, we were into full-blown uh, 
riots in our cities. Cities on fire. Detroit was nearly burned to the ground and parts of Los Angeles and and uh, other places were just on fire and uh, people, you know, being hurt and some killed and the student riots and things at Kent State University. If you were and assassinations. Yeah. It was the decade of assassinations. Mm-hmm. And um Brother Hagen was praying about that and about that vision and he said the Lord said to him you know, I'm uh, in eternity. I'm going to hold the church responsible mm. for for what happened in the '60s in America. And Brother Hagin said, "Well, how is that any wise fair? You know, we're not the ones promoting all these horrible things." Yeah. And he said, "Well, because the church could have turned it mm. had the church prayed, but he said you just kind of sat there and watched, detached." Now, thank God, the church is way more involved in things than they used to be. But in those days. It was like, well, that's the world, and we're the church, and never shall the twain meet. Yeah. Don't say anything about politics. Don't say anything mm-hmm. about anything. Just have your little service and shut up. Right. And uh, that got us into some places that's not good. I hope this is making sense. Yeah. But the point is, is that cliche that we've heard and seen on billboards for years, prayer changes things. Um is certainly, I believe, is certainly true, and I do believe that the church does have the power to change things. And then when things don't change, it, it is usually because we didn't pray, right? And uh, we didn't bother to say anything about it. That's right. So in our own lives, we can change things, and I think then corporately, when we pray together, we can change things. Yes, and he wouldn't have told us to pray if it didn't make a difference. If there wasn't something yes. that took place, I mean, he, you know, God's just not going to. Busy work. Yeah, busy work. Here's your, like you say, your coloring sheet. Your coloring sheet. (laughs) This, no, this isn't busy work. Um, and Paul, you know, he said, I pray without ceasing. Yes. So he knew the importance of, of prayer in his life and ministry. Yes. Um, and then, you know, uh, it's interesting, I think, that, uh, Jesus' disciples said, you know, John taught his disciples to pray. Well, you teach us to pray, basically. Yes, yes. And that's when, you know, he went over the Lord's Prayer, the, what we call the Lord's Prayer, and, uh, you know, right. at, pray after this manner. But they knew the importance of teaching people to pray and, um, and praying, you, you know, doing it. The Apostle Paul um, uh, was a, a, another great man of prayer. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the best prayers in the Bible are in his writings. Oh, yeah. Uh, in like in Ephesians, mm-hmm. but Paul also requested prayer for himself. Yes, he did. So he must have had some faith in yeah the fact that you can change things, and um, you know, really for the Christian, it's it becomes almost sinful for us to uh, fret and worry, walk around, wring our hands, mm-hmm. say, "What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do?" And I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stand on the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to speak the word and we're going to pray. Yes. And we're going to praise. Yes. And, uh, I'll tell you, if you're a person of prayer, uh, there was a year, again, decades ago, there was a person that uh, was working with some of us in ministry and, uh, bless her heart. She, I think she had good intentions, but, um, uh, she considered herself a prayer person, mm-hmm. a prayer warrior, a intercessor. 
She never had any victory. I mean, she would just mope around. And you would say to her, I mean, you're talking about like Eeyore, the donkey, you know, everywhere they go, there's a dark cloud. You'd see her coming, you'd, you'd try to run down the hall to get away from her. And you, you know, I asked a friend of hers one time about it, but anyway, a mutual friend. But, um, I said, what's wrong with her? You know, there's just, you know, to be, to say I'm a prayer, a prayer, a prayer, a person who prays. And, uh, and never, never smile, never have any victory, can't laugh at a joke, can't, you know, can't enjoy life, can't enjoy a meal without going, I, we shouldn't even be eating, I just need to pray. Um, in fact, this person pulled that one time at one of our dinners, you know, I just feel like we should pray. And, uh, my mother was there who was very blunt and said, well, there's a bedroom upstairs and you can go use it. And do your praying, we're gonna finish the, Tacos here, whatever we're eating. I loved it. My mom just got rid of her from the table. But anyway, this bless her heart. But she meant well, you know. But sometimes, if you've met, if you ever met people like that, they say, "Well, I'm I'm this way because I carry the heavy burden of you know of of prayer. I I um, you know I just I just am such a I'm just carrying the cares. Well, that is not a person of prayer. No. It's a person of worry. Yeah. And maybe wants attention or something. You know, there's some sad little some sideshow going on there. Right. But to be honest with you, a person of prayer who really does pray should be the most victorious person in the place. Yes. Because when you pray, you have breakthroughs. It's true. Uh, and if you never have a breakthrough, well, I never have a breakthrough in prayer, Brother David. Well, then you're doing it wrong. I mean, something's off with what you're doing, right? Yes. Because uh, I don't know who you're praying to or what you're saying, but but anyway, then on the other on the other thing um, that we make a mistake in prayer, we were talking about this today, and maybe you could explain a little difference between certain prayers is that. Some people say, well, why do we even need to teach on prayer? Let's just pray. You know, prayer is prayer. Is prayer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like saying sports is sports. That's kind of bad grammar, but I don't know how else to express right. it. They say, well, sports is sports. Let's just, hey, y'all come over Sunday afternoon in our front yard and we'll play some sports. Well, what equipment should we bring? Are we going to play baseball, football? Uh, volleyball, what are we gonna play? Cause you don't play those, those games by the same rules with the same equipment. Yes. And so in prayer is the same thing. You know, it's, yeah, it's all on the subject of prayer, communication with God. Right. But you wouldn't pray the prayer of dedication and consecration, um, rules. You take those and try to pray the prayer of faith, you'll end up out of faith. Yeah. Because, you know, that's where people get confused or you pray the prayer of faith and they go, now you need to add, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. (laughs) And it's like, no, you don't, not to the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith, you already know the will of God before you pray it or you shouldn't be praying it. Yeah. The uh, prayer of dedication and consecration, there's a lot of unknowns in that. And you just feel the Lord leading you perhaps to do something that you would rather not. Mm -hmm. Uh, or whatever, and you have to pray like Jesus did in the garden. Lord, not by will, but thine be done. Would you like to expound on some of those yeah, differences I, or intercession? Sure. There's, uh, you know, like David said, a lot of different kinds of prayers. And um, I I think 
one one of the most powerful prayers I think is a prayer of agreement. Yeah, right. In Matthew eighteen, and you know, um, there it says, "Where two or more agree is touching anything, that they on earth that they shall ask, yeah. it shall be done." Now that's wild, isn't it? So it's a guarantee. <laughs> it's a guarantee, <laughs> and um, I think it's nice to pray with people. David and I pray a good bit. Um, not just for ministry uh, yeah. or our church. We do pray for our church and we do pray for our ministry. Yes. But we also, you know, pray uh, for requests people have that, that call us. Yes. And we'll join hands and pray together or just if something comes up during the day. Yeah. And David will say, I think we need to pray about this or, I, or I'll say, can we pray? And um, it's very powerful, isn't it? Yeah. And we've it seen is. so many breakthroughs, and, and not just in our lives, but in people that we pray for, too. Well, also, you know, on that subject about how long should a prayer be, first of all, the, the question, there's problems with the question. But let's just talk about that a minute. I, I, I think I can answer the question, and the answer is, well, it's however long you have unction to pray that. Yeah. And sometimes praying one statement uh, about a situation is enough. Yeah. And in certain cases, to pray more than that would almost be doubt and unbelief yeah. or fear. Right. That God's not going to do it. you got to keep reminding him. On the other hand, you might be thinking, well, I'm just going to mention this in prayer, pray for this brother, this sister, this situation. And all of a sudden... You just feel like, man, I've really got a burden here for this. You begin to pray in the spirit, pray what you know in, in your known language and what you have in your heart. Mm-hmm. But then you'll get beyond what you have in your heart. You'll have what's in God's heart about it. Yeah. And that's called unction. And uh, when the uh, Romans 8.26 uh, kind of hints at that, mm-hmm. the the mind of the spirit, what is the mind of the spirit? And this is when the Holy Spirit will hook up with you in prayer. And there's been uh, times where we, I know in my life and in others, where that prayer could go for hours. Yeah. To where you think I'm just going to, I just can't, I just can't pull out of this. Right. And I'll tell you what it's like. If you've ever, if you've ever gotten uh, to where you're laughing at something and you can't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been there? Yes. Where you're putting your hand over your mouth and you're, you're drinking water and you're trying to do anything <laughs> you can to stop laughing at something that made you laugh. And then anything you see makes you laugh and you just get what we call punchy and giddy. Sometimes and in church. Yeah, right. I, that's where it's, it's bad. Except for now, since they started the joy revival a few years ago, you can always blame it on that. There's, there's silver linings every which way. But, uh, I just think that, yeah, it's interesting that it's like that. Like sometimes you just can't stop. You can't stop laughing. It's mm-hmm. just like laughter is on you. Yeah. And that can be just natural or it can be, um, it can be spiritual too, a spiritual laughter. But everything's not spiritual. Some no. things are just normal and natural. But what I'm trying to say is that when it comes to prayer, uh, it can be like that too, that, that no matter what you try, you try to have a conversation, you try to distract yourself, watch TV or whatever, and you just can't get this burden off of you. Yeah. And that's when you know the spirit is, is, um, bidding you mm-hmm. to continue to engage in that. Yeah. And there's warfare. 
that can be going on behind the scenes during that. Yes. That you don't know or see, and sometimes you will see, sometimes you'll never see. Right. But you just have faith, again, Yeah. that all this is part of the deal. That's true. Right? That's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, because it is kind of like getting in it. And, and not that you don't, you know, that you don't want to stay there, but it's almost like such a... Uh, a flow. Yes. And um, really, it's not hard to pray during those times. You no. Know? It's just so, so spirit-led. And, mm-hmm. and um, boy, the results you see during yeah. those times. Right. It's really, you know, really, I think that um, there was a time way back in early years, my early years, that I thought you prayed to get God's approval, like... A star, yeah, old star, Sunday school chart. <laughs> I prayed today, you know. yes. But now, you know, I, I understand it's you know we're after the results, aren't we? we yes. Want to, we want to see God's hand move. We want to see people yes. born again, and uh, we want to see people filled with the Holy Ghost, yes. miracles, yes, and um, financial <coughs> blessings, and all those right. things. And um, so, it t- it pays to pray. That's for sure. It does. And again, some of those little cliches that we've heard our whole life, like uh, prayer changes things, or um, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. Um, is is um, it is so real? You know, the words to that chorus, uh, the hymn, "What a Friend We Have in Jesus." Mm-hmm. And it says, oh, what peace we often forfeit, what needless pain we bear, um, just because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And the Bible tells us, uh, pray without ceasing. Yeah. And then there's a hint of the different kinds of prayers, too. There, uh, the scripture um, that tells us that praying with all prayer and supplication. Yeah. Well, why would it say all prayer? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just say praying with prayer or praying, just praying, praying all the time or whatever. Right. Pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because all, because it is all prayer and it's not just, you know, there's these athletes, again, back to the sports illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these athletes that, uh, are sort of like super athletes. You know, they, they're just, they're just naturally talented at whatever they do. And they can play baseball, they can play football, they can swim, they can run. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They can, if they do anything at all, they're going to outshine almost everyone <laughs> just because they're just naturally talented yeah. as an athlete. And so they're, they're good at, at, um, at, at all, all sports. Well, you have people like that in prayer too mm-hmm. that are just kind of good. They're, they're good for any kind of prayer and we should try to be proficient. Yes. At, at all prayer. But then there's other people that maybe they're not so great at the prayer of faith. Maybe their head gets in the way or whatever. But boy, they can sure intercede and yeah. stand in the gap. You know, uh, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, or vice versa. You know, they, they, uh, they're not really good at the long haul. The intercessor is the long haul, mm-hmm. the marathon runner. <laughs> but boy, they can speak one word in faith and change situations instantly. Yeah. So, whatever you're good at, keep doing that. <laughs> and if you're not so good, you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like singing, I think. You know, some people um just are not that great and <laughs> they love the Lord and whatever, but they keep singing. And then there's others that should be singing that aren't and all that kind of thing, you know, and 
vice versa. So, but whatever you're good at, don't stop doing that. That's right. And then just keep working on the areas that might be a little tenuous for you. Yes, for sure. And James says, um, uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Right. And um, I think fervency is important too. Yeah. Don't you? Don't you well, it means hot. Yeah. It can be hot in Florida. I can tell you that. <laughs> it was kind of hot today earlier. <laughs> but no, it does mean hot. It yeah. means uh, a hot prayer. In other words, not just a dead reputa- uh, reputation. Right. I'm making up words now. <laughs> But like something hot off the press almost. Like yes. It's, it's fresh and... It's, yeah. Hot biscuits. Mm. <laughs> Is anyone out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think God is is uh, encouraging us through those words. Yeah. Not, uh, not just what to pray, but how we pray too. Right. And so... Uh, and who we pray to. Mm-hmm. This, this, yeah, well, this is what's so ridiculous is that, you know, you have these folks that are trying to be so ecumenical that they say, well, let's just all, you know, be one religion kind of thing. And it's like, well, whose name are we going to pray in, you know, to oh, yeah. do that? And I've been at meetings where, where they were literally telling us, now don't pray a lot in the name of Jesus because that offends this group or that group. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Well, then don't ask me to pray because I, I can't pray to any other name right. under heaven whereby we can be saved. Yeah. And so, you know, to pray in the name that's the name that some of us like and others don't or some crazy thing is just, it's, I just, I don't have any patience for that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too old to start this. I don't know. <laughs> If that's your bag, then have at it. But, you know, I'm going to pray to the Father in the name of the Son. Yes. And just don't just stop there. How's that? It's, well, it's important to pray in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Amen. That's the name that moves things and changes things. Well, it's the name that's got the blood and the, the, the resurrection behind it. Yeah. You know. And... uh we, we're never instructed to pray in the name of Abraham, the name of Moses, uh, Leroy, or, you know, Goober. <laughs> we're instructed to pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right. Amen. Well, since we're talking about prayer, why don't we uh, pray? Yeah. And you, you that are watching, again, um, we're praying for you that your needs will be met. We appreciate your prayers for Scarlett and I. Yeah. And we're all in this together, as we say. So you just agree with, with us as we pray. I'll start, and you can okay. close it out. How's that? That's good. Well, Father, in Jesus' name, thank Lord, we you. just thank you for our partners and yes, our friends you, and folks that are watching. Lord, we thank you for meeting their every need. Yes. Thank we thank you, Lord, that their physical, financial, and spiritual needs are met. Thank we thank you, Lord, that... Uh, emotionally and psychologically even and in our mental state that you keep us calm <laughs> and uh, thinking on the right things whatever things that are good and lovely and of good report we think on those yes father we thank you for peace and victory in jesus name yes and i thank you lord for 
just the spirit of prayer on all of us that we yield to yes. that spirit of prayer and that you direct and guide us even during this time uh, for prayers for our president and all those who are in authority yes. and that you also direct our prayers for um, our our nation and of course the the, the whole world and and uh, just the yes. particulars on the and what we need to be praying and the unction of the Holy Ghost and all of this, because you know, Father, what needs to be done, what needs to be um, shaken yes. and 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 made right and changed and, and so, stirred. Yeah, and I thank you, Lord, for it. And and Father, I agree with David and praying for everyone watching. Lord, we thank you for the peace that passes all understanding. It guards their hearts and minds and keeps them. And Lord, I thank you that that if, if anything is troubling them, we thank you for that peace right now and and that assurance that you've got them and they're okay, they're going to be okay, and they're victorious in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.